Hello and welcome to another episode of This AFL Life. I am your host, Alison Smirnoff. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host, Rachel Hibbert. Hello. And Susan Cabman. Hi, Al. How are we going? Are you pointing at me, Hibber? Would you like me to go I'm first? I'm pointing at you because I go first every week and I think you should oh. go first. How are you, Susan? Oh, do, do we fall into a pattern we didn't even realise? I mean, I didn't realise. <laughs> um, how am I? I? I am very busy as always, but um, it's, all, it's all in a good way, obviously. Um, excited for the finals to maybe happen this weekend. Um, oh, final. Getting, <laughs> yeah, getting to the pointy end. <laughs> of the season, which is exciting. Um, yeah, so I think, and I was just saying the um, the, the under-18 state squads sort of for the upcoming carnival has just, have just been released and just excited for those young players to um, show what they've got ahead of the uh, quickly approaching next season. So I feel like it's really busy in footy world and I'm loving it. It's great. How about you, Hiba? I am good. I am I'm well. I am healthy. I am somewhat recovered after a very brutal game on the weekend. Um, Falky Falks went back-to-back for the first time since 2018 and had a good win at Icon Park. And, Alison, yes, we could hear you and the Falcon flock in the stand yes. echoing throughout the other 40 people in the crowd this see this is just what I want to hear because I was with Mm. a little a a little flock of falcons and we were trying our hardest to make a lot of noise and um feedback is that we were successful (laughs) yes and to the point where a ball came it was a forward 50 entry into our forward 50 and of course I ran after it and the defender who was really quick and nimble got ball and did a big u-turn and of course, me being me, budget truck, you turned with her, and all I could hear was Alison go, "Come on, Hibba!" And I was mortified because I wasn't fast enough <laughs> to get to this quick little number nine. Um, but yeah, it was a really, really fun game to be a part of. Um, apart from football, I am really well. I'm working. Gavin is settling in, and we have a buy this weekend, which means I'm actually going away. Wow. Which is very foreign for me. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm getting in the car um, and I'm driving more than an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited too. I too am going away to enjoy this precious, precious non-footy uh, mm. weekend and mm. I couldn't wow. be more excited. That is exciting. Um, well, I also want to say the Falks game on Saturday was so exciting. Um, just do yourself a favour, look it up on YouTube, YouTube, watch the last two minutes. The the sealer, the goal at the end, oh, oh my God, was so exciting. was amazing. Um, can you confirm or deny a rumour I heard about the spectators on Saturday afternoon um, utilising scooters to do a... <laughs> Um, beverage of yeah, they were very thirsty spectators, very they needed, very... needed some their, their thirsts need quenching, yes. And we also needed snacks, yes. I, I did. I 
can you confirm or deny that the newly new additions to Melbourne, the um, very fun scooters in there, particularly here in the inner north, were utilised for such purpose? I believe I believe they were utilised because mm. Google Maps were consulted and it was going to mm. take 20 minutes to walk to Barclay Square, which is the closest shopping centre, and the halftime break only goes for 15 minutes. So as good as it was well, for, for those perhaps two. Perhaps that's a hot tip. Yeah, so maybe a hot tip out there for anyone who is stuck in a VFL game um, with no snacks or beverages. Scooters are the way to go just to save that time. Make sure you don't miss any of the game. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as we have mentioned, it is AFLW finals weekend, but looks like only one is going to be played because COVID has ripped through Collingwood and that game has been postponed. As it stands, there's no, we're, we're recording this on Wednesday night. There's currently no detail detail other than it's been postponed. So that's yeah. obviously going to have a ripple effect on the rest of the finals. So I guess we just watch this space. But a question that we had early in the season about is this season compromised? 15 million out of 10. Yes, it is. <laughs> Again, it's gone up from 14 out of 10. Got um, up. But yes. Yeah, I am getting very serious 2020 vibes about this finals series. Um, and I just really hope, I know that the AFL will do their darndest to get the finals all happening. But I really feel for the players of the clubs who are left, it could be a really extensive break for the Crows and the Demons if things have to change. Um And it's a really long time for them to again try and remain out of the spotlight of COVID and to keep their circles really tight so that they don't miss out on a game of football. Um, Because this is this is dire straits. This is you know this is the pinnacle of the season. You don't want to be missing the prelim or the grand final due to COVID if you can help it. Absolutely Um, not. I feel for the players. It's really hard time for them. Um, no, I think like the biggest thing to consider as well is not only the impact it has on the timing of games or whatever, but really, you know, if, like we saw earlier in the season, the Bulldogs in particular, the whole squad got wiped out. How is Collingwood going to bounce back from that um, and then play a finals um, intensity game? Um, so as promised, we're going to dedicate most of this show to listener questions and we have had quite a few come in through the week. So to get started on Twitter, Chris AFL WOW, a question for this AFL life. For the season so far, which team has disappointed you the most and which team has impressed you the most? Thanks, Hibbert. Al and Caddy love the show. Thanks, Chris. Chris. Al, what are your thoughts? What's who, Who's disappointed you the most and who's impressed you the most? Well, I mean, in my heart, Carlton has disappointed me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I still love them. Um, don't want to steal from Caddy, but I found the Giants a bit disappointing this season. Um, but... Probably the team that has impressed me the most has been Melbourne. They've just played some really sublime footy at times. And, um, yeah. Uh, I have been disappointed by 
I was disappointed by Geelong only because I really wanted them to do well. Um, and the team I was really impressed by were Gold Coast to go without mm, a win last yeah. season to turn it around this year has been immense. And yeah, Paddy, what do you think? Who do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I've already had my little Giants rant. Um, <laughs> disappointed with the group that they have, that they haven't been able to step up still this many seasons. And, you know, it feels like how many seasons can you give a group and a coaching, you know, and a style of play before they need, like, they need to be better. Um, I reckon, you know, Cora Storm's still played incredibly well for probably not the wasn't getting the best delivery in that forward line to seven. did she come second in the goal kicking I don't know she was right up there yeah. though. but yeah. um you know they've got some stars in their team um it, I just don't there's something not right at the Giants so I'm interested to know I think I already said like I wonder how many will go to Swans I think the Swans will really um decimate the Giants potentially so really interested to watch that space for next season and in terms of teams that have impressed me, uh, I mean, like, I've looked through the team lists and, you know, like I thought St Kilda were looking pretty bad there for a while, but then they had they pulled together a whole bunch of really good games and got a couple mm. of wins. Um, you know, Suns were played out of their skin, like way beyond anyone's expectations. Um, I just, but I think really for me, it's the fact that the Crows are still up mm. there at number one. Mm. Again, like, mm. how good is that team? They're just so consistent and yeah. they have really got a – they really have a bad game, you know. They seem to split – you know, each game seems to have a different star kind of taking the centre stage. <laughs> like, it's, mm. there's so many good players that they kind of take turns in leading the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, it's the Crows for me, I think. I'm just super impressed that they've ended up on top of the ladder again. I think, yeah, kudos to them. They're obviously just such a good group. Mm. Yeah. The thing with Adelaide is that Port Adelaide come into the competition next season. Uh, so similar to the competition in New South Wales, the talent will be divided across two teams in South Australia. And I think that Adelaide's dominance over the last few years has been largely due to the fact that they've been pulling talent, local talent, to the extremes like you know Queensland's talent was so strong Brisbane was so strong when they had um just the one team up there and and same with with Frio over um in WA and they've remained just as dominant as well so next year for Adelaide is going to be a very very dynamic change I think so Mm. I really wish them all of the success this year because it's going to be a challenge I think next year with with what happens going forward be interesting though because like look at Brisbane though like they're still so consistently strong and dominant Mm -hmm. and and they've had they've been absolutely gutted by expansion not just from Gold Coast but you know they had a whole bunch of players go to North Melbourne Mm -hmm. and yeah be really interesting to see what happens yeah okay next question from at Data Kid 23, another one of our favorites. Who do you think will be retiring this year? Duffin, Gibson, and Abitangelo have been great players for North, 
but haven't really been seen this year or haven't fired when they have. This must be true across the league. So who do we think is going to maybe hang up the boots at the end of this season? I saw some news yesterday that Ash Guest has retired mm, from yeah. the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. Which is really sad because Guestie is such a such a team player and everyone who knows Guestie loves her. And obviously it's just that time. Um so no like not necessarily surprised, but um it's a shame because we love watching Guestie play. I reckon Britt Gibson will retire and I think there will be some serious chat happening in the Melbourne camp uh, with a number of players, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon with the Demons, like I reckon if they win a premiership versus if they don't win a premiership, mm. we'll change the conversations that they're yeah. going to have. Mm. Yeah, the Demons, agreed. Like with the Demons in particular because they're right there. Yeah. So agreed. if they don't win a premiership, do you want to empty out? That those top age players now, or with the season so close, do you want to hold on? You Go know, again, stay strong one more season when maybe some of the other teams are kind of being mm. picked apart. Yeah, that's my that's what I reckon about the demons more broadly. But yeah, no idea. Do you guys think Cora goes again, especially if it's an August start? Yeah, not with the timing. I reckon it's a big ask. I, th- I think I think no. I think with the season date changing, I reckon that's a no. And I wonder if how many Irish players it does actually impact as well. I'm interested. That would be interesting to see that play out. Yeah, because I was thinking if it was a confirmed season start time of a little bit later, then maybe it was possible. But to have only three months off to go home to Ireland and come back for a preseason again. I'm I'm not convinced that it's possible. Um and the other person that I thought of who might um from the Western Bulldogs who might hang up the boots is Hannah Scott. We haven't seen a lot of her this year. Mm. Um so I wouldn't be surprised if if she calls it time. Um she's had quite an impact on the competition at Western Bulldogs and I think she was there for the premiership as well. But I yeah I think perhaps she she might call time on her career as well. But it's interesting players like Scotty though, because with expansion could go around again for another year. I mean, if mm. if she's still wanting to play. Interesting. There's yeah. gonna be I mean, there's just gonna be so much movement and stuff to play out between now and August. My God. It's gonna be wild. It's like. absolutely and gonna I think, be many. And we were talking earlier um, about um, some VFLW players who have particularly stood out at the start of this season, um, including some recently retired AFLW players who might be piquing interest of some clubs considering mm. this expansion. Um, so excited for some of the older players to have a bit of a look in maybe um, some AFLW lists as well. Mm. So I reckon anything could happen. Yeah. Okay. Next question from at Matt Poultney. Hey, Matt, we miss you. Hey, Maddie. Um, whose form is the best form of the finalists? Oofed. Well, I reckon up until, I mean, Melbourne didn't have a very good game against Carlton, so it's not the best form to take into finals. Um, but but prior to that, their form had been really strong. But, again, Caddy agree, like Crows just 
so dominant. And I think Brisbane been pretty dominant too. So they'd be my three because you know how I can't just pick one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's Brisbane for me. I think they're looking really, really good. Um, I would just wonder how this little hiccup will impact any Mm. momentum for them. Um, Yeah. So, but uh, I, I still think anyone in the top six could win it. I don't think it's a clear cut way through. Like I really, mm. really do believe any of them can win it. Mm, I agree. I think having watched North's game last week as well, uh, Ash Riddell getting 42 disposals is enormous. And if she keeps up that form and is able to hold on to that endurance and I guess efficiency, same with the North Melbourne midfield and forward line. Um, and the backs, actually, just the whole North Melbourne team. They're still they're still in with a chance against those those teams of Brisbane, Melbourne, and Adelaide. Um, and of course, they've got Frio first up on Saturday. So, geez, who's who do I think is in the best form? I think Melbourne as well, despite the slight hiccup that they had against Carlton. I think that wasn't the game of football that they would have liked to have had, but I think their form in um, being able to string together some really consistent wins and across the board as well. Their whole team has had really, really um, a, a good lineup to where they are now. Um, Melbourne, I think, for me. Okay, next question from Mitch.Banner. Hey, Mitch. Will it be these flag if grand finals in Melbourne or Crows flag if grand final is in Adelaide? Yes. Yes, <laughs> agree. <laughs> Where do they play it if Melbourne have a grand final, guys? Yeah, that's a very good question. Because you question. can't have it at Casey. You can't have a grand final at Casey. Oh, it won't. It won't be at Casey. Um, Icon. I think Icon, or like depending on the AFLM fixture, you know, maybe Marvel. But I'm I'm guessing it. I'm I'm tipping it would probably be Icon. I'm hoping it's at Marvel. Well, I mean, look how well Melbourne played in an actual stadium that was protected from the wind. Anyway, yeah, very yeah. interesting. But maybe yeah. maybe they could win it if if it was played at Adelaide Oval. We know they do well on the road and they step up to the occasion. Mm. Um, but I think with Adelaide's home crowd, they'd be Adelaide would be really hard to beat at that mm. stadium. Um, it'd be a big ask. Um, and if it's in Melbourne, I think these would get it done. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Okay. Another one of our favourites, K-Row 87. Kel. What were your on-field and off-field highlights from this wacky season? Now, I see the questions as they, as they come in, so I have had a little bit more time to think about this. But the first thought that did jump into my head highlight for me was actually how well Mimi Hill returned to footy this year. Um, yeah. She's just had a really great, she had a really great season and like didn't really even look like she missed a beat. So something, someone coming back from a major kind of um, injury from that. I was super impressed with that. That was a definite highlight. I have a couple of just like real quick ones. Like for mm-hmm. me, that, like if I think of highlight reel that's like flashes in front of my eyes as I'm thinking would be Perko's 50-metre goal off one step, you know. Oh, um, 
few weeks ago. Like yep. that was just elite. Um, and then another goal, like Daisy's form and her last, that last game where she mm. kicked four goals. And I, I think, I don't know, she finished the season as the highest goal assist um, provider of goals in the league, but just watching an elite footballer do their thing and just, I don't know, I just really enjoyed it. It's just, I feel like Daisy, Daisy's never really gone anywhere, but it just felt like a couple of real flashy bits of brilliance this season that I really enjoyed seeing as well. Yeah. Mm. And then off-field highlights for me were 100% um, Darcy and Tori coming, you know, bringing the conversation regarding non-binary. Mm. Um, Good one. Yeah beings mm. into the league and I think like for me no matter what happens in results or whatever for this season like that's actually the most important thing that's happened in this season for me in terms of mm. um progression as uh humanity <laughs> that's been yeah. like that was just so important and powerful and I'm mm. so proud of them both like for doing that so, yeah yeah it's a couple for me yeah, that was definitely a pos- my positive for off-field uh, and the conversations that happened on social media and the sharing of players, commentators, fans alike. It was just really heartwarming and eye-opening and I learned things, which is really nice because um, I really love learning. And on-field, for me, the highlight of the season was Western Bulldogs' win against Adelaide in Adelaide. Um, yeah. And when Lammy stopped a goal with her face in the last 90 seconds, um, I just I couldn't sit down during that last quarter. It was an amazing effort from Western Bulldogs who were ravaged by COVID throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, on top of that, another highlight for me has just been watching these teams navigate their way through some seriously treacherous conditions of prepping for games that don't ever happen until weeks later or vice versa they're playing on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night just the to the players and the coaches and the support stuff that has been an enormous positive for me of their for me from them I think mm. um they they made the season happen yeah so it was a wacky season as Kel said just gee whiz amazing amazing efforts all across the ground yeah um actually i've just thought of a couple more individual highlight um Alyssa bannon's goal against richmond where she's run from half back sprinted down you know and then totally didn't pass the ball to daisy who was open (laughs) and went for goal herself (laughs) brilliant yeah um but also just like the appreciation that kirsty lamb received this season like, I'm just, yeah. I'm all about it. Like, Lammy has been such a good player for such a long time, pre-AFLW, um, but got some time in the sun this season and I really, I'm just, I'm all about it. Same, same. What a superstar. Mm. Okay. So the next question is from PT underscore core, R. Carlton, the worst of the best or the best of the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Allison, well, it's a bit of a backhanded compliment, but maybe they're the worst of the best. 
(laughs) Look, I think we've talked a lot about Carlton, obviously resident Carlton supporter here, but they're just a really young group and just some, just some pieces missing, I think. But like I said, Mimi Hill, great. Loved seeing um, uh, Maddie Guerin back in the team later in the season. There's a lot of upside. They're a young group. Hopefully they can stick together, although I'm worried about expansion. But I guess we'll just see what happens. I, I agree. I think they're the worst of the best. Again, <laughs> a slap. But then again, I think everyone is the worst of the best. If you're not the best, chuck out the rest. I think we can all agree that Colin, that Carlton have not quite fulfilled their potential, regardless of being the worst of the best of the best of the worst. I think that would be a reasonable statement. Yeah. Touche. Very. Very. That was very diplomatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Tash Phipps would like to know who's winning yeah. the granny. Well, Pipsy's a Brisbane supporter, so we all know who she would like to be winning the granny. Mm. I feel like this group, the all three of us, would like to put our collective energy behind the demons to win. Yes. The granny. Yes. And I I did I did tip Melbourne you at the start did. of the season. Yeah. I I um I tipped Collingwood and that went downhill very quickly. Um for me but I would love to see the D's get up and I have concerns for my house and my house if they do win (laughs) Um, including I think correct yes I am involved in that and I might be moving away for a few weeks Mm. I think if they do get the dub Um, if you would like me to puppy sit Gavin um (laughs) yes (laughs) <laughs> Please let me know. He could do you with the socialization. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I know. Um yeah, I think that I think it really will depend on where the grand final is played mm. to refer back mm. to an earlier question. Because I think if Crows get a home grand final, it is very, very hard to see them losing. Um yeah. in my mind. So yeah. But we wouldn't never want to ever disregard Brisbane because whenever we do that they always no. us wrong. So. <laughs> exactly exactly and they do like a bit of adversity so now that their games have been postponed they'll probably just fire them up even more yeah okay next question from sighthound 69 oh, here we go um hey, otherwise moose. otherwise known as moose this has been busy um and his question is, can I eat Gavin? <laughs> um, I would say probably no. <laughs> no, I quite like Gavin. And I think Gavin quite, quite likes uh, not, not being your food. Yeah, we don't want one of our co-hosts to be eaten. No. Um, that's our preference. No, mm, but thank you, Moose, so. for asking. It was very polite. Yes. Yes. Um, so also Scooby Snacks popped up. Hey. <laughs> Resurfaced after the weekend. Um, <laughs> you add a new team to the AFLW comp. Pick the mascot, location, head coach and marquee player. 
Right. They are the Northgate Greyhounds. <laughs> Their head coach is Scooby Snacks. Their mascot is Sighthound69. And their first signed player is also Scooby Snacks, who becomes the first player coach. Yeah, that's a hard, hard agree from me. I think that's, they're all perfect (laughs) options, actually. Yeah. Okay. um, Anonymous has popped up with a question. It's funny how Anonymous always pops up when Scooby Snacks is around, isn't it? Yes, (laughs) it is quite. Interesting. Um, so Anonymous wants to know, true or false, Caddy is a brand ambassador for Vodka Cruisers. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if anyone saw me at 1am at the Rainbow Hotel on the weekend, then maybe perhaps one would assume that I was being sponsored by Vodka Cruiser. <laughs> But I stand by my choice of um, a late-night beverage when I require um, hydration on a dance floor, and I really do recommend Vodka Cruiser, particularly pineapple flavour, if anyone's asking. Pineapple. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, um, I mean, if Vodka Cruiser do want to send a um, sponsorship my way I've got a pretty massive social media following <laughs> I think you know I'm at Byron Bay's levels of followers so um, yeah hit me up <laughs> well I just want to say I didn't partake in the vodka cruises but there were plenty of brand ambassadors <laughs> at the Rainbow House on, Saturday, on Sunday night <laughs> Hibber do you know what time it is oh I have an inkling Alison uh, is it time for? Would you rather? Yes, yes, it is. Back to Twitter for this one from Not That Brad. In the weeks leading into the AFLM comp, would you rather watch your team's most frustrating loss every morning or hear every mention of footies back? Oh, I'd rather watch the footy of AFLW. Yeah, frustrating. I'd, I'd, yeah, frustrated. Same. Same. Driving me mad. I even had someone at work today put a tipping competition in the general Slack channel saying footy's back. And I like, threw my laptop. It's it doesn't take much just to change just to change the language just a bit. Just say like just say men's footy's back. Men's footy's back. Yeah. That footy's back crap is just unbelievable. But isn't it fun calling people out on it? I've been enjoying oh, it all week. So I sorry. actually, I love it yes. too. I did in my work. Yeah, my work mm. the other week I, I did too. And I'm new. I've only been there since January. I <laughs> am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, would you rather, well, it wasn't phrases of would you rather, but I'm making it a would you rather from Julia C. Hey. Um, Oh, Daisy finally wins a grand final, but it's out of the state. Or the grand final is at the MCG and Melbourne lose. Oh, dear. Oh, it's got to be the win for me. The win Daisy doesn't wins matter. Out I just yeah. want Daisy to lift Daisy the cup. So I don't, yeah. I don't care where it is. 
Yeah, I agree. We all agree on that one? Yep. Mm. Yep. That is a bloody brutal question though, JC. It hurt. It hurt to hear. Okay. (laughs) This is the last one. Last would you rather from Scooby Snacks. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be delisted or a distiller at the vodka cruiser factory. <laughs> Caddy, this is especially for you, I think. I mean, you got to choose the distiller, right? You get free cruises. True. Easy. Done. But then again, if I'm delisted, that means I did play AFLW. Mm. Or were you just on a list, Alison, and you never played? You just oh. got delisted. Ouch. I yeah. didn't get to work in the distillery. <laughs> exactly. I think okay. I'd rather work in the distillery. Retract, retract. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Just saved you from a serious, serious pain. Well, that's all for the questions and would you rathers. Now, because the home and away season has finished, that means so has footy tipping. Oh, forgot about that bloody disaster. <laughs> you think you're a disaster, Caddy. I had a look and I was hoping that no one would bring this up this week because I came last out of our three. No way. You came and worse you than even me. forgot a whole round. Yeah. And I <laughs> I made sure that I put in all my tips. Choice. Yep, I I came worse than you. I finished in the top 20 in our comp. I was 19. Wow. Congratulations. I'm very surprised about that because I went really off the rails mid-season. Wow. And I think Ava Ray at the top there was quite consistent throughout yes. the whole the competition. Congratulations. Yes. Now, I have to confess, I'm not sure that I know any of the top three that have finishing the top three of our tipping competition, but I would like to congratulate Ellen Buckley for finishing fourth. Yes, Bucks. Great, well done. great Huge. effort. Huge effort. Um, Huge. Congratulations. I don't know. You probably don't win a prize, just our Have gratitude. Yeah. I mean, you're getting I'll, a I'll give you a high five training, Bucks. Personalised call out on the pods pretty like that's worth more than money could ever buy. Yeah, you? true. Fair point. Fair point. Also rounding out the top 10 was LJ and Lou Pot. So well done. Potter. Well done. Yeah. Three heads there. Mm-hmm. I reckon. Yeah. Well, I think we're definitely going to have to do that again next season because that was that was actually quite a bit of fun. I will get better. Mm. I can't guarantee that I'll get better. <laughs> <laughs> um. So have we got a tip for the one <laughs> final that is going to be played this weekend, the uh, North Melbourne Frio game at Arden Street? Jeez, I'm going Frio. Mm, I think I am too, actually. I will, just for the sake of having a different tip, I'll go with North. I think potentially North might be hitting their stride exactly the right time whereas free has been a bit up and down and they're having to travel yet again um only for that reason though like 
as we know, like I tip Frio for the flag early in the season. So I think they're a very quality team and mm. quality teams don't, don't lose finals easily. So, mm. yeah. Well, surely you tip them then. Nah. Boring on me. Go I'll north. Same team. Go north. Yeah. Okay. I never All tip right. north. I'm going to tip north. I really never tip north. So I'm, I'll back. Go for it. All right. Fantastic. Well, I think it's about time to wrap this uh, wrap this one up. Enjoy your weekend of like your weekend off. No, oh, no BFL you. games this week. Um, thank you. Nice reset. Yeah, rest, recuperate, um, and then set yourselves for a big AFLW finals campaign. <laughs> Giddy up! Yeah. Can't wait! Can't wait for finals footy. It's been what yeah. feels like a very long time and a very short time all yeah. rolled into one. So exactly. can't wait and. Go football. Thanks, fam. See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.